0: Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days with that much free cash on the line what do you have to lose get started at first.com slash bet that's number one st.com slash bet and don't forget promo code sport of kings when you sign up and if you already have an ExpressBet account you're way ahead of the game simply log into FirstBet using your username and password and you're off to the races up 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with Firstbet bet and reside in the state where such activity is legal void or prohibited national gambling support line 800-522-4700
1: The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest.
0: Horse
2: Racing Northwest, thanks for joining us. Week number two at Emerald Downs, other things in the world of horse racing. Joe you along with Director of Media Relations, Vince Bruhn. Vince, hello, and it is podcast time, Horse Racing Northwest.
3: Sure is, Joe. As we go on to week two of the 2021 season, coming off a successful first week, 17 races in the books and 17 more this week. Yes, indeed. Uh,
2: schedule is out. You can go to various spots. Uh, of course, Equibase, or daily racing form, has the entries. We're gonna be racing at 6 p.m. Pacific time on Wednesday and Thursday evenings for several, several weeks. And we're gonna pick up Sundays on Father's Day, June 20th. So, look for that. And our first stakes races are June 17th and June 20th, a few weeks away as, yeah, so We look forward to seeing the real stars come out. We've probably already seen a stake performer or two in the first week. But uh, let me say right off the top, hey, to get all the scoop, to use a word, or all the information that you would want to follow Emerald Downs, go to EmeraldDowns.com for Vince's news and notes. Uh, That was just... uh, Very comprehensive, enjoyable to read, Vince. Um, And you're going to have those out on Mondays this year?
3: Yeah, the plan will be to have them out uh, late Monday, Tuesday at the latest, always in advance of the week. Try to take a look at the feature races for the week and a look back at the previous week and all the leaders and statistics for the current season. Yeah. When you
2: say all, you mean all. Boy, it's very thorough. Great job on that. As every year. And it looks like you even added, I don't know what you added this year. Did you add something? It looks like you did, but...
3: Uh, I think that maybe where the winners are bred, the okay. states or whatever. But yeah, try to put something useful or interesting out there that would be of uh, interest to followers of our sport.
2: Yeah. News and notes. Uh, go to emeralddowns.com. Click on the news and you'll find uh, news and notes there. And uh, you can enjoy that and uh, really get a great recap of the previous week and a preview of the upcoming week, which we're going to do both right now. Hey, opening week, 17 races, as you mentioned, uh, and Julian Julian Coutan had a, just a
3: tremendous week and a, a really big opening day, Vince. He sure did. He rode uh, four winners uh, on opening day, came back with a double on Thursday, so he's out in front with six wins. Uh, here in the early going, I uh, believe this is his first year for Julian, riding uh, steadily at Emerald Downs since 2015, mm. when he won the title with 100 wins, uh, capped by a gold rush dancer in the Gottstein Futurity. Julian, very aggressive, very talented rider. Good to have him back. Yeah, yeah. Great rider.
2: Um, he actually was our leading stake rider, I believe, in 16. Uh, I think that was the year, but I know he, he beat Rocco, and he... Uh, Spent what, maybe two thirds of the season here that year, something like that. Yeah, right. Definitely less. Until
3: Golden Gate finished in June, and then uh, the fairs start down there, and I believe that's when he came up. Yeah, great big money rider too, Joe. And on the training side of things,
2: we had, uh, boy, it was uh, one one win apiece until later on the Thursday card, and then a couple of guys broke through and had their second win of the young meeting.
3: Yeah, Ari Herbertson, first year at Emerald Downs, he had a real uh, nice opening week. Three starters, two wins, and a good second, mm-hmm. so uh, very good for him. And familiar face, Joe Toy, off to a uh, two-win week, including... Uh, Mike Mansgold who you mentioned. Mike Gold.
0: Wow,
2: what a story. Okay, listen to this. You probably already know if you're a real Emerald Downs fan. But he has won here 10 consecutive years, ages 2 through 11. Think about that if you've been a follower of the sport. One horse winning 10 consecutive years at the same track, all 24 of his career victories right here at Emerald Downs. And he had... Kevin Radke aboard. Kevin riding here at Emerald for the first time since 2008. And uh, in fact, let's listen to the stretch run of race number six on Thursday night.
3: As they straighten way down the stretch for the final furlong. And Mike Man's Gold looking sharp tonight, opened clear by two. But here comes Mirror Image in one final attack on the outside. Mike Man's Gold answering the call, but Mirror Image flying late. Here's the wire, very close, but it looks like Mike Man's Gold.
2: Mike Man's Gold, the eleven-year-old by Liberty Gold out of Shadoodle, bred by keith and jan swaggerty currently owned by greg and chuck conley and the terra firma farm of joe and carrie toy kevin radke aboard kevin's first win on the comeback and uh, i gotta admit i didn't have him in my top four uh you know i guess you can throw out those phoenix races because he's been down there several years now and he's yeah. never won down
3: there Yes, and we gave out a pick last week, and, uh, you know, I went in that race, and I violated, I guess, what's one of Emerald Down's Ten Commandments. You know what that is, Joe? <laughs> don't bet against Mike Mann's gold. Or don't right. pick against him. Darn right. And the last two times he's won here, he's paid a price now, Ugh. too. He, I think last year wasn't at six to one when he uh, won a nice race late in the meet. So, uh, yeah, and you mentioned you still go, still the, all those wins in each year, and he's still holding a pretty good class level. That was a tough field of fives he beat last year. So, yeah. Uh, Mirror Image was right there at the wire with him, and uh, he was one of our top claiming horses on the grounds last year. So Mike Man's Gold, Kevin Radke, great fit.
2: Yeah, uh, solid fractions and a strong finishing time. Uh, I think it was uh, nine and one. It might have been nine and two, but uh, uh, just a tremendous race by Mike Man's Gold. What a story! Twenty-four wins at Emerald Downs, and uh, uh, West Seattle Boy, of course, second with twenty-one wins, and then it's uh, seventeen a horse that's running this week uh, mm-hmm. in uh one of our top races on uh, Wednesday night.
3: That's correct. That would be Wine at 9. Mm-hmm. And uh unlike Mike Man's Gold, Wine at 9 is doing well at Phoenix. He comes up here with uh two straight wins. Now back with uh trainer Vince Gibson and longtime owner Dean Mazuka. now part owner again, and uh yeah, he looks like he's going to be tough uh here uh this week, 5 to 2 on the line.
2: Yeah. I mean, any distance. Look at his record in short sprints of five yeah. and five and a half. He's five for 11, correct?
3: Correct. And he's got a beautiful style where he can adapt oh. to kind of any scenario that uh, that develops in a race. Yeah.
2: 17 wins and counting for Wine at Nine, who's just a youngster at nine years of age. Wine at nine. Okay. They might have a little Wine at nine tonight. They're right around, right around
3: there. They're right around nine o'clock when he runs. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. You're listening to Horse Racing Northwest. And... Uh, Yeah, a couple of trainers, one, two. Julian Kutanoff to a great start. Kevin Radke back. uh, Strong Jockey Colony. Alex Cruz and Candy Kreiderman made a little appearance on Evening Magazine this past Monday night as uh, Angela Russell came out to do her stand-ups for the Monday show. And Candy and Alex got a couple of little uh, comments on the show. Yeah, you can access that easily and watch that at... uh, just go Google Evening Magazine and it's right there. One of the first options, watch full shows. And and uh, you can find the show of the 23rd. Was it the Sun? Saw 22nd, 3rd, 4th. 24th. 24th Monday the yeah. 24th. There we go. Not too much addition and subtraction going on there. So looking forward to week number two. What are some of the things we're looking forward to on, on the second week here, Vince?
3: Well, as we mentioned, we got uh, 17 races, and there's some good ones too. Um, there's a, a maiden special weight, I believe, was it tonight or the Thursday one, where we got 10 pretty evenly matched.
2: That's Thursday.
3: Thursday, yeah, 10 pretty evenly matched maiden special weights, three from the K. Cooper barn, yeah. and you got a seven to two morning line favorite there, and it just loaded from top to bottom. And I imagine we'll see a few of those in the, in the three-year-old stakes division, earlier, later this year. And we got a uh, three-year-old fillies, um in a uh, allowance race, uh, which is interesting. And mm-hmm. then we mentioned wine at nine in, in tonight. So uh, a lot of good stuff this week. Looks like the weather's breaking too. I was just outside a moment ago and it's clearing off nicely. Yeah, we're looking
2: forward to tonight at Emerald Downs. Uh, again, 6 p.m. start. Go to emeralddowns.com for your tickets if you would too. Uh, Purchase your tickets online at emeralddowns.com and that'll assure you of a seat. We want to uh, socially distance everybody still as those are the rules, the state protocols, so let's go buy those. Get your tickets at emeralddowns.com for live racing here at the track. We're gonna have a couple guests on our podcast as we normally do. This is Horse Racing Northwest. Pam Kristofferson of Bar C Racing Stables down in Hermiston, Oregon, right across the Columbia from Washington. Pam and Neil have operated Bar C for uh, quite a while now and they had a little sad news there a couple weeks ago. In fact, uh, a very impacting uh, event in their lives as Harbor the Gold did pass away. Uh, The stats are incredible on Harbor the Gold and his prowess since uh, coming to Washington. Pam's going to tell that story of how he got to Bar C, actually, coming to Oregon. But uh, so many Washington people have sent their mare down there to breed to him. And uh, you've written his name a lot over the years uh, on your news and notes and your uh, preview stories and rap stories, Vince.
3: Yeah, I, I dare say he's just used the word dominant. He has been. I mean, he's got more than double uh, stakes wins in the next closest sire. He passed uh, Sleuth as the all-time overall sire. And, you know, when we handicapped Joe, we've seen that name, Harbor the Gold. What do you instantly think now as we've done that the last year? It was quality. Got to take a look if it's a, if it's a first-time starter, you like, know, or anything like that. You know, You know the horse has a chance to be good yeah outstanding and we'll wait till we get
2: pam on to just read a few numbers there that uh, uh, you uh, approached let's uh, also have on another guest on our show randy golding of the daily racing forum and he's based up at hastings but he covers emerald downs and he handicaps emerald downs as well as hastings and he is one hot handicapper more on that when we have randy on our show here on horse racing northwest uh, let's see uh, jason beam our good friend who started in the media department up at emerald downs around well 2006 or 7 um wanted to be a track announcer and achieved that goal and his career is going great vince
3: sure is big news uh out of uh what is it, Oldsmar, Florida, where Tampa Bay Downs, Richard Grunder retiring after 37 years. Jason Beam named the new track announcer. And that's a a, a real uh, stellar meet to get in the prime of winter on the Florida coast there. So he'll have a great time also doing Grant's Pass Downs right now. So Jason doing the Northwest proud. That is great.
2: Jason Beam grew up uh, locally here. And, uh, yeah, he's been a backup at Emerald Downs. He got the Portland job. He's had other jobs. He did uh, uh, Colonial Downs there. And he did uh, Calder as well, which was Gulfstream Park West. Yeah. build in a little bit. Portland
3: Meadows for many years. Yeah. So he
2: has got uh, a really good thing going on now, Jason Beam, with the Tampa job which they start, I believe, in uh, early December, maybe it's even...
3: Yeah, and I think they have like a two-day meet in uh, June. Okay. And I think that's for gaming license purposes. So I'm not sure if Jason... I think he will actually be doing that. And uh, got news that Matt Dinnerman might be coming up to Grant's Pass to do a couple ah, couple of days. So... Matt,
2: willing to call a horse race somewhere? Uh, believe it or not, Joe, He he
3: agreed to do it. <laughs>
2: Matt Dinnerman, uh, first job, of course, Emerald Downs, now the Golden Gate announcer, and just uh, one great guy also to have in the game as he is so enthusiastic and doing a super job. Yeah, you know,
3: those two guys, sorry to interrupt, Joe, Hmm. are just spread more youthful enthusiasm throughout our sport, Matt Dinnerman and Jason Beam. We could use 100 like those guys.
2: Jason has, of course, a podcast that's
3: uh, five days a week, a one-hour podcast. Extremely popular, and he's got the Beamy Awards that uh, everyone mm-hmm. aspires to win uh, each year. Yeah, and uh, he does some offbeat stuff. I mean, he's kind of maybe a little bit horse racing's answer to Kenny Main, you know, for okay. doing offbeat features and all that. He's got a real knack for that, seeing the, the interesting, humorous side of our sport. Yeah, he's into it. That
2: is great news for him. Jason Beam, the Tampa job, and as Vince said, he's currently ca- calling at Grants Pass. And uh, on that note of Grants Pass and Hastings, they both are racing Monday and Tuesday, starting either late in the afternoon or early evening. So you can go to the Muckleshoot Casino. The Muckleshoot Casino is open for full-card simulcasting seven days a week. Keep that in mind if you're in the Emerald Downs and here. They are open seven days a week for simulcasting and our building open currently Wednesday through Sunday. So if you want to catch some uh, local action, Grants Pass and
3: Hastings, local so to speak, yeah, uh, uh, they are Mondays and Tuesdays. Speaking of that, I had a couple people ask me they saw in Thursday's entries the name Butterfly mm. in the jockey ranks riding right, two races here. Well, his name is Bryson Butterfly and he began riding at the start of the Grants Pass meet and got his first stakes win Monday night in a quarter horse race, riding for his mother and owner, Amy Nelson, who's been up here and had a winner here as a trainer last year at uh, Emerald Downs. So that was quite a scene. But yeah, Bryson Butterfly, apparently he's going to ride both tracks. Talented young apprentice.
2: That's great. Off to off and running for him, uh, Bryson Butterfly. Uh, And uh, let's see, I was going to say something there as uh-oh this is uh we're, we're on a horse racing northwest podcast right now you were gonna say
3: who you picked in the nba to win the nba championship
2: uh give me a couple of, you know memphis has been my sneaky team this year and they they got off to a great start uh i wouldn't have picked them to win it all but they beat they won in utah in i first saw that game. yeah and, yeah they've been they're a really young team that's uh doing well um let's see what else do we have to say about uh what's going on at emerald downs the fan protocols we went over that our schedule uh of course we're going to pick up sundays on june 20th so keep that in mind i Uh, thought of
3: one thing we got a couple carryovers Coming
2: okay, that it. that was it. It was the yeah. Pentafecta and the uh, Jackpot Pick Six. That's right. that's where my mind was going. So yeah, we've got a carryover in the Pentafecta. It's about sixty-two hundred dollars, and that is of course a, a high, super high five. The first five in exact order. That's in the last race every racing day. So on Wednesday night, that'll be race number eight. Already starts with sixty-two hundred in the pool, and the Jackpot Pick Six has a little carryover as well.
3: Yeah, I think what was it? 3,200 or something like that? It or? is in the 3,000 range. Yeah, yeah, so that'll, uh, not a jackpot pick seven anymore, a jackpot pick six, 20-cent yeah. base wager.
2: Right, and that'll start in race number three tonight, races three through eight, the 20-cent jackpot pick six, and then, of course, we do have the 15% superfectus as well, which is an outstanding takeout figure. That is on every Superfecta. Let's take a short break and we'll come back with Pam Christofferson here on Horse Racing Northwest.
0: Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days with that much free cash on the line what do you have to lose get started at first.com slash bet that's number one st.com slash bet and don't forget promo code sport of kings when you sign up and if you already have an express bet account you're way ahead of the game simply log into first bet using your username and password and you're off to the races a few 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with first bet and residing in the state where such activities is legal Void or prohibited national gambling support line 800-522-4700
2: Joining us on Horse Racing Northwest, uh, Pam Christopherson. Pam and her husband, Neil, have operated C Racing Stables for, uh, more than a couple decades. And, uh, they recently had some, definitely some sad news from the farm. Uh, the most prominent name to come from, from that C in Hermiston, Oregon, right across the Columbia from Washington, uh, passed away. Sorry to say that, uh, fantastic, outstanding, northwest prominent sire, Harbor the Gold, did pass away a couple weeks ago. Our condolences on that end, right off the top, Pam.
4: Yes, thank you. Yeah, You th- will be missed.
2: Oh, boy. Greatly. Thanks for joining us. And, you know, his stud fee um, started uh, right around $1,000, was not it?
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: And he's been 5500 for many years. So he has been a great source of income to you and a source of... Uh, of uh, (laughs) good uh, returns on the other ends for his sons and daughters owned by people all over the West. But uh, yeah, so no more Harbor the Gold, although he did breed some mares this year, you told me.
4: He did. We did get eight or 10 mares, I think, in full to him. Great. So there will be a small
2: crop next year yeah yeah they'll be born in uh 2022 and Mm two-year-olds in 2024 so that is uh, really good and of course he has been breeding mares the last several years so harbor the gold pam just some statistics here uh he took over the all-time sire lead here at emerald downs last year he passing slewdle who was just a top sire as well slewdle had a had a first crop Long Acres Mile winner in Snippledoo. Harbor the Gold had a first crop Long Acres Mile winner in Noosa Beach. Uh, Harbor the Gold, 437 wins entering this season. Sluedledew, 412. Uh, How about Harbor the Gold? He's been our leading sire of races won here at Emerald Downs seven straight years and nine of the past ten. He has the single highest total for one season, 54 winners back in 2014, and He's had 50 winners twice since then. And in stakes, though, where the where the big money is, where the owners certainly pay attention, all horsemen do. Harbor the Gold, 68 stakes wins. Slutle do 27, Cahill Road 19, Delineator 19, and uh, down the line there. So the statistics are just awesome, Pam. Uh, his production, congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> well, you are you are uh, and his caretaker. I, I made a trip down there with Jim Penny several years ago to breed Arco Iris and uh-huh. um, so many Washingtonians, and and uh, you've had probably a lot of interest, uh, growing interest over the years in him, haven't you?
4: We have. Like the first year, we I think we bred seven mares, and I think Julia Rose was the first one we bred. We had the old stallion here, Tiffany Ice, the old Ice Capade horse, and Jeff and Doris Harwood had brought her over. They wanted a, the last one of the last Tiffany's mm-hmm. anyway to to be born, and uh, they had a, he'd had a little stakes horse with that mare before. So, but he wasn't about to breed that mare. She took one kick at him, and he was done. He just he was back to the stall. So, <laughs> we called the Harwoods and said, "You're going to have to go with a new guy, I guess. You know, if you want a mare, if you want a foal." So, anyway, that turned out to be Noosa Beach, anyway. <laughs> And Long Acres Mile winner and a
2: whole bit. Incredible! Now that is yeah. th- that is uh, you can't make up stories like that. That is, uh, <laughs> no. you know, you wouldn't believe that if it was a, it was a fairy tale. But uh, yeah, no. Jeff Harwood said he did a quick study on the cross and but he harbor the gold was basically the only option if you wanted to breed down there and
3: <laughs> that was it.
2: Julia Rhodes a year later <laughs> fold. That uh, young Colt who became Noosa Beach, and uh, boy, right up there with Stryker PhD, when people talk about the best horse in Emerald Downs history, uh, Noosa Beach had those two seasons uh, of just incredible prowess. Was tough.
4: Oh. Yeah, very tough running horse.
2: Pam, he won at seven different distances at Emerald Downs. How's that? That's
4: amazing.
3: Seven. Yeah.
2: And, uh, <laughs> And he was also state champion at ages two and three before those sensational four and five year old seasons. So, just mm-hmm. always fun to talk about him. But let's go back to the, the how Harbor the Gold got to Hermiston, Oregon, and Bar C Racing Stables. How'd that happen?
4: <laughs> we we had gone to Brooder's Cup with some of the friends around uh, the Tri Cities area. Gary Chervenel, he was one of them that went, and we he had a friend, Bo Davis, at Overbrook Farm when they were still operating. So we. <laughs> Bo was going to give everybody a tour of the farm, so we went. We, that's how we met him. And we all went out to dinner that evening and, and uh, had a good time. And we kept in touch with him over the years, and we got a call from him one year, you know, saying um, he had this horse that Harbor the Gold had, he was a half-brother to Boston Harbor, and he had been back in New York running, and he had slab fractured a, a knee anyway, and he was done running, and he says, this is a nice horse. And you really should get him. Hmm. And your old horse isn't going to be alive much longer, which Tiffany, he was he was limited. He was 22 or 23 about that time. And we decided it was just we weren't going to do any more with breeding. We, we'd had enough. then And the, there weren't many mares left in the Northwest anyway. So we said, no, we must have told him no six or seven times. And he kept calling. He goes, what do I have to do to talk you people into buying this horse? He says he's a good horse. I know he is. I delivered him. You know, there at the ranch when when Overbrook was still running. He says he's a good horse. I'm telling you, you need this horse. So finally, we gave up and we said, well, just send him. So he did. He sent <laughs> him out. He came out from New York and he looked like he had been well used and abused when he got here across the country.
2: Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, long trip. Anyway well that's he, the story bo davis uh kept after you huh and you finally relented
4: yeah, we weren't gonna buy the horse no yeah.
3: <laughs> and then luckily
4: we did <laughs> yeah
3: yeah and uh Pam, off. it's still going you know i've been following a, a three-year-old colt named harbored memories this winter and spring down at santa anita yeah. a washington bread that you co-own with sluggo racing trained by mike pipey it's by yeah. Harbor the Gold out of Freesia, and he broke his maiden in a maiden special on the turf uh, on May 15th, but before that, he had run two seconds on the dirt and another second on the turf to rock your world, who ran in the Kentucky Derby. Mm-hmm. This is quite a talented horse.
4: He is a very nice horse. He uh, he came from Elmer, we bought it, uh, Keeneland, Freesia, an El Prado mare, she was in full to Uncle Mo. We jumped in and bought her quickly back there, didn't even have a chance to look at her, but we picked her up and got lucky. That foal was Galilean, who ended up being the mm. two-year-old champion in California. And I don't know how many. He's made about 585000 right now down there. Wow. So we bred her to Harbor anyway. <laughs> and this is, that's Harbor memories that mm-hmm. has come along. She was from the family of Smart Strike and Dance Smartly, the California champion down in Canada. The Canadian champion, yeah, Dan down.
2: Smartly, a Breeders' Cup winner, and just a tremendous race. I think she won the Queen's yeah. Plate, didn't she? Yeah, I think she did. She
4: was two and three year old champion, horse of the year, mm-hmm. and run out over three million. Anyway, she was a nice horse.
2: Really, she really. was from that
4: family anyway. Well, so maybe harbored memories. He's still a stallion. He may make it, you it, know, back back up here yet.
2: You know. That uh, is a nice little inkling you gave us right there. there would be, that mm-hmm. would be great to have a, a Harbor the Gold Stallion around. So uh, that would it be... It kind of
4: looks like, the, well, Nucido. Look at Dutton, what he produced this year. Right. So.
2: Look what Nusito did in his, <laughs> uh, what, just one year of covering mares. Mm-hmm. Just, and yeah.
4: he had a small book, Seven head, I think it was, he ended up with it's all
3: first had, year. And they were all runners last year, the ones we saw, for sure. Mm-hmm. Nusito, the
2: full younger brother of Nusa Beach out of Julia Rose, uh-huh. along with Music of My Soul, all bred down there at Barcy. And by the way, Harbor the Gold, if you're wondering, he was by Seeking the Gold, who has become a fine sire of sires. And Harbor the Gold mm-hmm. is mentioned right up there when uh, people talk about, all oh, who did Seeking the Gold sire as far as sires? So uh, yeah, that's great. Harvard Memories is the leading Washington earner by a pretty good margin. Uh, he's over uh, 73,000 right now in just four yeah. starts, and um, he won on the grass. So uh, uh, any idea when he might race again?
4: Not really sure. I okay. don't know. Who, they're moving on to Del Mar, and I I think there may be one more start at Santa Anita, and we'll see okay. how that
2: goes. But, leading? Yeah, w-
4: he's, he's been pretty nice anyway. Huh. You bet.
3: He's, he's eligible for the Oceanside, which is always a opening day stake on the turf uh-huh. at Del Mar.
4: And he ended up running with such hard knocking horses that, you know, and the three year olds, those are three year olds are all headed for the Derby. They're striding to make Derby horses, and he ran three seconds.
3: Yes. Right that's there with right. Yeah, no, he really caught so my eye especially. that first out, and especially against Rock Your World, who proved to be, a, you know, the Santa Anita Derby champ. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the sky's the limit for your horse there.
4: So we'll see how it goes. You never
3: know. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Santa, uh,
2: Santa Anita Southern Cal was the place for uh, Kentucky Derby production, that's for sure. Other than Mandaloon, uh-huh. uh, the, the top, uh, well, the first and third were coming from the west. And and then uh, the second favorite was down there as well, Rock Your World. So Pam mm-hmm. Christofferson joining us on Horse Racing Northwest. Unfortunately, Harbor the Gold has passed, but he's going to have two-year-olds in Uh, 2022, 2023, and 2024 after this year. So four more years of two-year-olds from Harbor the Gold, which is great for Northwest racing. Uh, Just uh, uh, turned fortunes around for you and Neil down there. And uh, uh, what about uh, another stud, uh, maybe uh, with some room down there now at uh, Bar C? Yeah,
4: we're kind of keeping our eyes out for a few, kind of looking Seeing if we can come up with something else and I'm see sh- how things go. It's a it's a while before breeding season.
2: Yep, I'm sure <laughs> so. you've uh, made plenty of contacts in the in the national breeding scene over the last twenty years. Kn- we have. That's great. There's, there's people
4: looking, so we'll see see if we come up with anything.
2: Well, uh, on it. C- certainly, so. good luck there, and good luck with uh, Harbored Memories and. Uh, uh, and all things har- harbor the gold, it, it just, uh, uh, boy, uh, Noosa Beach, the first horse that he bred became Noosa Beach, and uh, it just kept going on after that. So the <laughs> statistics are fantastic. Uh, congratulations. Uh, sorry for your loss, and sorry Thank for the you. racing's loss, Pam. Yeah, you bet, and uh, we'll hope to see you up at, here at Emerald Down soon.
4: We're gonna get there one of these days. Yeah, very anyway. good. <laughs> we do have some nice babies coming up, yearlings coming up. Several harbors in that crop. So
2: outstanding. That is always good oh, to hear. we we'll have more. And there's <laughs> uh, there's some harbors in this week as well as there always is. So uh, good luck. Uh, he doesn't seem to need it too much, but uh, always want that on your side. And thanks for joining us. You
4: bet. Okay. Thank you, Joe.
2: Thank you, <laughs> Pam Christopherson. Talk to you later. Thank you. <laughs> Pam from Barcy Racing Stables, along with Neil. And, uh, yeah, the stats are amazing. Vince, and, yeah, two-year-olds racing at Emerald Downs this year and, and for the next three years.
3: Yes, and I'll be anxious to see that. Not too far away, I'm sure, from two-year-old racing this year, Joe. i got to think uh, within a month or so, we'll, we'll see the youngsters out competing here.
2: Yeah, you bet. And uh, um, it would be great to have a son of Harbor the Gold, um, Get a, get a shot up here in the Northwest to carry on that bloodline because it was, uh, well, the statistics are so far out in front for him, comparably, it uh, it's, it's really uh, was an outstanding run. So, uh, hey, let's take a short break, and we'll come back, and Randy Golding from the Daily Racing Forum is going to join us. We're going to have some selections as well. More to come here on Horse Racing Northwest.
1: The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all new Shoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Shoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Horse Racing Northwest continues, and let's welcome on from the Daily
2: Racing Forum, based out of Vancouver, B.C., the Hastings area, Randy Golding. Randy, good day to you, and thanks for joining us. Uh,
5: my pleasure, Joe. Uh, good day to you, too. Uh, really? Nice start to the meet.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're underway. Hastings has been, uh, you guys have had, what, three three weeks up there? Three or four?
5: Three, yeah, I think it's been three weeks, okay. six days.
2: Well, Vince, Randy Golding is one hot handicapper right now. That's what I hear. Yeah, he's, uh,
3: how many wins? Six in a card last week? He had
2: six of nine at Emerald Downs last Thursday. Not bad. And, uh, I jinxed him because, uh, he hit the first three and then I go, what are you going to sweep the card tonight? And then he missed the (laughs) next one, but then he hit two more, including Mike Mann's gold at seven to one Mm -hmm. and Daffodil Sweet, a six bagger at Emerald and, uh. How about this? He almost swept the card at Hastings on Tuesday night. A uh, seven-race card. He had six winners and a second. Was it Randy?
5: Yeah, the last race. I went into the last race with six in a row, and uh, the horse I picked uh, finished second.
2: Was it close?
5: And, yeah, not really. He, 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 the horse. He went to the front and then uh, just uh, you could see he was hooked there. He stepped the way and the horse came from off the pace to nab him. Yeah, but he didn't look like he was going to win 16th pole, so I kind of knew it was over. Turning for home, uh, the way the race Well, listen,
3: I out. hope I you that's... got paramutually involved here than the last couple weeks.
5: Well, I did. We yesterday at AC's, it did okay. It, it was pretty chalky. You know, one of the uh, actually one of the horses I, I'd like to mention that, uh, that I picked the four-year-old filly making her first start, Queen of Attitude. Who, who we knew she could run but she just had so much trouble getting to the races uh just a, a bit of a nut in the gate she'd been scratched a couple times last year and but came out this uh, yesterday maiden special weight race and uh perfect in the paddock perfect on post parade that uh, she did break a step slow but a great ride by scott williams he didn't panic he just got her into the uh, uh, stocking position she mm-hmm. just blew them away very fast time too very impressive queen of attitude a horse to watch who knows maybe she end up down there and for one of your stakes races
2: yeah, who trains her?
5: Uh, Steve Henson. Great no. job.
2: Okay, well, and you were in tune to that because you do watch a heck of a lot of morning training, don't you?
5: Well, I clock a couple of days a week. It's not as much as I used to, but mm-hmm. still, I, you know, I see... yeah. Uh i get to see Latin, and i I'd, I'd seen her Her last work 58 and 3
2: was just you know wow. crazy good yeah that that's fantastic up there so almost sweeping the card vince that is that's a feather in a handicapper's cap and you know i i don't think uh john lindley's ever swept a card uh you know and i certainly haven't and uh you know, I go back to Long Acres to 1984 and we had everybody's public picks right up on a board every day and nobody ever swept the card there. Vic Cazzetti said he did once, but then he remembered that no, it was something else and he he hadn't swept it. <laughs>
3: those were tough too, he had 10 race cards with oh, about nine and 10 horses a oh, race.
2: Those were tre- tremendously tough to sweep a card, but uh, you know, it just is really, really difficult to do. And Randy came awful close and uh yeah six of nine at emerald and and let's see i'm not sure what you did on our first day wednesday if i had four you probably had more than that i think
5: i just had a couple i just i looked up my numbers because i was wondering how i was doing i had uh, so far i'm eight for 17 at emerald with a three dollar and 18 cents return on investment which anytime anytime you're close to even which is a two dollar you're doing pretty good
3: randy you're hot but (laughs) joe isn't it interesting how guys know those stats when you're rolling right
5: yeah (laughs) well yeah plus like mine are easy to look up on the drf internal site every now and then i i check it's funny i was doing i'm making selections for sunray park and i don't really know much about sunray park but i thought well so i said oh usually i'm looking at trainers and percentage and jockeys and buyer figures and trainer stats and making the horses i couldn't probably name a horse so i looked up i said i wonder how i'm doing not knowing And i was doing pretty good because i had 2.15 roi for funny
2: as as hot as you are you ought to have a daily racing form in front of you at all times right now until you cool (laughs) off Uh, that is really some great picking um uh i don't know if you have your selections for emerald downs on wednesday or thursday in front of you but uh i'm uh, looking
5: at yeah yeah I, i know uh uh, well, well, one thing I want to say, I was shocked at the price that Mike Mans Gold paid. I well, thought he'd be favored. For, did you really? That was a, okay. That was a big overlay. Well, it was I it thought. was a
2: pretty tough field, and you know, he's a year older. He was eleven, and he was coming in off you know not great racing in Phoenix. I uh mm-hmm. But uh, you certainly have paid attention at his Emerald Downs prowess, and 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 got him right up there. And Kevin, there's Ratton. no
5: place like home, we can oh, say that for Wine at Nine tonight, can't we?
2: Yeah, that's true. And and he's coming off two straight wins in Phoenix on top of that. So uh, wine at nine. Uh, Vince, I think you have him as your morning line favorite.
3: I do. Yeah, Uh, I expect him to go favorite. He uh, he's the proven commodity and he's adaptable to any pace scenario. So any, you know, as you mentioned, he comes up sharp. We've got a lot
2: of young horses, as as tracks do when they start their meets in the springtime, Hastings, Emerald Downs. A lot of young horses. Give us a little idea, just uh, the typical, uh, you know your your breeding over the years. You've been in the game a long time. Have you been in about the same as Dan Jukic, haven't you? You and Dan uh, go back several (laughs) decades up there.
5: Well, I first started working for the racing Form in 1976. Wow. So, how how long ago was that?
2: You don't look that old. I know, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Well, 76, yeah, 35 years. Or no, 45 yeah. years. 46. 45. Yeah. 46. Yeah, I worked there and for, worked there for no, 40. four
5: years, and then uh, they closed the office. It was, you know, it was back then it was just one paper that covered, uh, back then, Exhibition Park. Mm-hmm. That's only PPs that were in the paper, and... uh uh, it was a whole different world back then. We had, you know, we, that lead type. That, the office was probably pretty toxic where we worked, but oh, they, the computers were just starting to come online. So we were, they closed our office down uh, four years later. So I was there for four years and then ended up working at the racetrack uh, for some period of time and then ended up back with the racing. I think it's been about 20, oh, just over 20 years, maybe 21, 22. I can't remember. It's been over 20 years since I've been doing what i'm doing now which i am blessed to do it's a great job
2: yeah well the fans out there listening you can get randy's selections of course uh in the drf for every emerald downs card and once again um, on our sunday simulcast form hastings monday and tuesday cards are in there and once again you can Watch and wager live at the Muckleshoot Casino if you are so inclined. A Muckleshoot Casino open for full-card simulcasting Mondays and Tuesdays. while Emerald Downs' main building is not. Um, How about the fifth race on Wednesday? It's a a five-and-a-half furlong sprint, maiden three-year-old fillies. And, uh, you know, as usual, there's some lightly-raced horses in there. In fact, there's uh, two first-time starters. Who'd you pick in that fifth tonight? We won't give away too many of your picks, Randy, because, you know, we need... (laughs) people to yeah. be a little curious i,
5: I went with uh jacana
2: jacana yeah five horse
5: yeah i mean i give her you know it, it's a first start of the year but uh, she showed some promise last year she's been working well and uh blinkers go on so i'm expecting more speed and that's half the battle At uh you know these uh, uh with a five furlong race,
1: yeah. five and a half, five yep. and a half
5: furlong race. Uh, I'm expecting her to run a, a decent race. Uh, new trainer, but um, he's got good numbers with new uh, uh, shooters, and we'll see. Anyway, it's, it's a pretty wide open race, so it's a tough race. I mm-hmm.
3: think. How about uh, going to uh, Thursday's sixth race, Randy? I know that was kind of a interesting, but a struggle coming up with the line there. We got ten, a maiden special weight. Uh, Three and up going five and a half furlongs and they got a seven to two morning line favorite in their northwest rain. How did you see that race?
5: Well I ended up picking I g got, I gotta make a quick change here because uh unfortunately if I to get a racing form here you know, I'd have to go down to the border to Glenn Todd's uh
2: uh Yeah, the Derby.
5: Derby bar and grill. Uh 'cause they don't because there's nobody here. There's no fancers. So they don't deliver the forms up here. But I've got it on the computer right here. I know I picked uh, uh just Passing through. Let's see. And, We've uh, got your picture. Just, just passing.
3: Yeah, first-time starter trained by Blaine Wright, right, by uh, so, Oxfam. Well, that's
5: probably, yeah. Yeah, worked 58 and two out of the gate. That's the one, something. yeah. Uh, and Blaine Wright, you know, we all know how good he is. With, uh, just about every kind of horse first start, 15% of the past couple of years was first-time starters. So, but Horses working, get, uh, working good. Uh, Blaine should, I'm, I assume, we'll have him ready to go. And he's one for one at the meet. Okay, let's
2: Let's go. Uh, Randy's got just passing throughs number eight, four to one. Juan Gutierrez for Blaine Wright. Uh, I took the two in there. I didn't see that coming. Um, Doug Perry is a local handicapper uh, and does some writing for the Everett Herald. And uh, he this is one of his angles that uh, many of us have used. A, A two year old that gets one start um if they show a little bit of something that's fine uh this colt by nationhood out of stakes winning mayor finding more ran on just a little bit uh, actually was 14 lengths out of it early so did run on and close some ground it was a stakes race he debuted in a stake last year won by top executive uh i'm gonna go with him he is uh doing really well in morning training as well for bonnie jenny uh vince you've got him at eight to one And again, it's a wide open race. Alex Cruz aboard for Bonnie Jenny on the two. I didn't see that coming. Vince, uh, you you do the morning line, but you are are not
3: adverse to making a selection. Well, in that race, yeah, I, boy, there was a number, a number of ways uh, I could have gone. I'm going to go for a little bit of price in there with uh, Captain Mm Dashy, a great R Colt who showed some ability last year in, uh, Also ran in that same race that uh, I didn't see coming, uh, debuted in the King County Executive, excuse me, the King County Express, and uh, ran on uh, despite a real trouble trip to only beating beating two and three quarter lengths and had a couple other decent efforts too. So we'll see if uh, he can come off the bench.
2: Oh boy, that was a real impressive debut for him. He was flying down the middle of the track in that stake and then he didn't break his maiden in three subsequent starts, but as you mentioned, a tough spot. So... Yeah,
5: three. I see. Uh, George Cottrell picked. I didn't see it coming, too, okay. uh, Joe, for yep. all the good reasons. Uh, yeah, it's, they obviously liked uh, him to start him in a stake. He's got a, what I like about him too is a couple of fast three furlong works. So he probably uh, has more speed than he showed in his debut.
2: Sure, exactly.
5: Not surprising at all because the two-year-old that he's you know he's got a couple. The last work was pretty good, and uh, Bonnie Jenny has good numbers with horses coming back off this kind of layoff.
2: She so. does, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, Doug Perry, I mentioned his name. Well, th- it's the one start at two and then, you know, some time off, at least you went through the routine, you got to the races, you learned a little something there. And then, uh, especially if you're training pretty well, which he is, uh, make, take a look at that horse first start at three. So that, uh, that's that. And, uh, Randy Golding, our guest from the daily racing forum, tell us what's going on at Hastings, uh, maybe a couple of jockeys to, to take a look at, or your jockey colony this year, Randy.
5: Well, we're kind of in our jockey calling. The top four five riders are winning all the races, it seems. Uh, Efren uh, Hernandez having a great meet, mm-hmm. Amadeo Perez, of course, and uh, Scotty Williams doing a great job. Those are kind of three uh, Antonio Reyes as well. They're, they're winning the majority of the races. Um, you know what I'm looking forward to is the getting fans back. It's really yeah. depressing a bit. I mean, I come out here, I'm up on my my office in the roof. I think you've been up here on the press box. Mm-hmm. It's just me, Dad Jukic, the chart callers, and the stewards, and that's about it. And uh, they are starting to let owners. We're starting to open up a little bit. They're letting owners come to the races now, and uh, and also come to the back stretch, which they weren't allowed for a while. There was kind of a setback, but I can see it. You know, there's a lot of activity around here. I have a feeling they're looking at July 1st opening for the casino. Not sure about the race, the rest, the rest of the facility, but. Uh, be nice to get get fans back here.
2: Well, but, that's you know, the just... race
5: has been good so far, and yeah, you know, it's a, we'll see how. The I'm main my main concern here is right now there's just enough purse money to get us through August second.
2: Okay, yeah, yeah.
5: and um, we're hoping it's a little help from the government because, from what I understand, even if the casino gets open, that purse the money that's generated from that and all the money now is uh, targeted for next year's purses. So
2: okay. we'll see what happens. You know, hey. we just. Uh, Really, best of luck on that. Seriously, our friends up there at Hastings, uh, want to keep that going. Uh, I noticed a five-star general who was second in our mile to another twist of fate last year. He won last week, as did Princess of Cairo, who won on that same night here at Emerald Downs, We're taking our Washington Oaks. Couple of winners for Glenn Todd, and he's uh, he's active up there. We always like to root for Glenn. He is such a great supporter of all things uh, Northwest Racing, and of course, he's huge. Huge factor for you guys up there, Randy.
5: Yeah, well, yeah, five-star general was very impressive, as was Princess of Cairo. Good. Uh, I, the Philly Meritivision is pretty deep up here. There's some pretty nice ones. In fact, the the one who's been the champion here at the beginning when she was a two-year-old, every year since, two, three, and four, missed the first race because she uh, uh, popped a splint or something. Anyway, she worked yesterday, so we should get to see. Here's Hannah.
2: Here's Hannah, you know, right. Soon. Know that name yeah. well. Who's the who's the best horse up there in, in since 1976 that <laughs> I didn't prep you on this one because there's been a lot of good ones uh, um, I forget the name of that horse about ten, 12 years ago that ended up running in stakes in southern Cal uh, He was a colt maybe from the from uh, central Canada, but he did go to Hastings as well anyway you well, take... actually
5: I, I think uh, traveling Victor is probably the most okay. horse I, I saw here but but you but horse that ran that was based here i'm thinking i'm talking about horses based here mm-hmm. he was based here ran here i think he came down there and won the long acres mile i believe sure did and 1984. Uh, yes he did and but uh you know jumron raced here as a two-year-old he ended up
2: that's right in
5: the kentucky derby i think he got dq'd in the santa Anita derby or just missed something happened i can't remember i finished that was fourth in the we, santa we, derby we, yeah
2: yeah, he did. And he was when he, right there. When
5: he, came in, when he came into the paddock here as a two-year-old, it was like a man against boys. I mean, he was just a wow. big, yeah. stagly coat compared to the brother and he just then he won the Ascot uh, graduation pretty impressively and then went on to, you know, fourth the Kentucky Derby's pretty good.
2: Yeah. I think uh, Larry the Legend won that Santa Anita Derby, didn't he? Vince? Over Afternoon delight. Okay. yeah. Well, yeah, Jumron, if you look him up, I want to say he ran four times in the month of October, twice at Portland and twice at Hastings, maybe, Randy. Do you remember that? I think he just ran here the one, just time. one he time. Just one time. Okay, yeah, so yeah, was, I'm pretty sure, anyway. That's I'm going 99% back sure. over 25 years, but nonetheless. Okay, yeah. well, there's a couple of good ones. Randy's seen them all up there. and uh, Hey, great luck up there. I, I hope you can get some fans and get going a little further, and we're looking forward to... Uh, having fans here. Once again, fans at Emerald Downs, contact uh, our website, emeralddowns.com, to order your seats. We want to do some socially distancing, so social distancing to uh, uh, obey all the protocols and, and keep it going and keep progressing in thoroughbred racing here in the Northwest. Randy, thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon.
5: My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Good luck, you guys. Good luck, Vince. Nice to talk to
2: you. Yeah, thanks, Randy. Thank you, Randy Golding. And uh, we'll let Randy go presently. And uh, we'll just kind of finish out uh, Horse Racing Northwest here, Vince. Um, um, Selections on Wednesday night on the website. My selections are on there. I put the star on Wine at Nine. He's going to be a pretty strong favorite in there, as uh, we've already outlined. But... uh, You know, he looks good no matter how a race sets up at a lot of different distances. So um, uh, you have anything else to add for Wednesday?
3: I do, and I'll go against Randy Golding in that fifth race, which is a 25 maiden claimer for fillies and mares, five and a half furlongs. Sweet Katie O, the number one horse, is the first full out of Pippa Bo Peep, as we remember a stakes winner here at Emerald Downs. I think she has a good chance to wire this field. Um, that race was won by a Nusito colt named Sunshine Beach. Excuse me, a Nusito filly named Sunshine Beach. Joe, that race has produced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other maiden winners. Stellazar, Ms. Lynn, Frisco Frills, Club Royale, Let's Declare Peace, Unlimited Data Plan, wow. and Emerald Sea.
2: That's amazing.
3: It is amazing. It's been a very productive race. And this horse showed speed, is drawn inside with Juan Gutierrez up. I think has a chance to go gate to wire if she breaks.
2: That is a something. Sweet Katie. Oh, you know, uh, I think I put her on top in that race myself. Um, I, I like that type of form when you're fourth out of 10, you're competing and you're learning at the same time, you know, on a young horse. So
3: yeah, she wasn't disgraced in there at all. She gave way kind of gradually through the lane. I watched it again. She ran fine. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, with a little bit of improvement over the winter, we shall see. Yeah, by a barrage out of, as, as you mentioned, stakes-winning Mayor
2: Pippa Bo Peep. So that's a good angle. On uh, um, Thursday's card, beginning at 6 o'clock, just a really good racing on Thursday. We talked about that sixth race, the maiden special weight for three and up. And I went with I didn't see that coming. Vince goes with Captain Dashy, Randy with uh, number eight just passing through it. My star, I believe, I didn't do that that long ago. I think it was Majestic Cafe. In the seventh Mm -hmm. race at uh, uh, 5-1 to Morning Line, I like a horse that uh, improves throughout the year, which he certainly did. He broke his maiden here at Emerald Downs after a short break from trainer Chris Stenzel. He came back, he won in the slop. Then he ran a really good second in a tough winner's race. Then he came back to win on closing weekend. So his last three races were two wins and a second and um, just improved as his three-year-old season went on. He's by Shanghai Bobby. Chris Stensley, trainee, Majestic Cafe in the seventh. Uh, how
3: about you? Okay, I'll go to race uh, nine on Thursday. That's a 5,000 maiden claimer for state bred fillies and mares, abbreviated distance five furlongs. I went to number three. This is a first time starter named Shadoodle Mary. It's another one of those new Sitos we're talking about. Yep. First full out of Shadoodle Joe. She was 0 for 2 in her brief career, but is the sister of Mike Man's Gold, No Flies on Doodle. And Mike Mansbro. So it's a running family. Trainer David Martinez, 13 for 83 with firsters and a 3 dollars 08 cent ROI at Emerald Downs over the last 10 years. So he's fully capable with first timers. This one's works are pretty slow and uh, you know, and it is debuting in a maiden five. So, you know, there are some red flags there, but at six to one, uh in a pretty soft field, I think she's uh she's worth a shot. She do a little merry. Yeah, there's some
2: first time starters and there are several. Listen to this on number eight, Appointed Star. This is the first time started by Attaboy Roy out of Little Cutie, trained by Sylvia McCready. Sylvia making her first ever official start at Emerald Downs. Of course, the widow of Art McCready, who was the starter at Long Acres for so many years. Sylvia, uh, I learned from Brett Anderson, our director of racing, that uh, she did train in her name in the past. And she did have to stop training when Art uh, became the starter, which was quite a while ago now, um, probably sometime in the 70s. But uh, good for Sylvia. She is the breeder and the trainer. And she's No, excuse me. She's not the breeder. She's the owner and the trainer of eight. Number eight, Appointed Star, race nine, Thursday, the same race Vince was just talking about. Listen to this on Appointed Star. She's out a little cutie who was a debut winner. Mm-hmm. Little Cutie is out of Miss Manitou, who was a debut remember winner. remember her, yeah. Yeah, she won uh, like 11 or 12 races over in Spokane, mostly. Miss Manito's out of Pretty as Picture, who was a debut
3: winner. So, And who was a claimer
2: of the meat at Long Acres? Claimer of the meat, right. And... Uh, yeah, the prettiest picture was fantastic. Uh, I think she won like 17 races herself. So the dam, the second dam, and the third dam were all debut winners of Appointed Star number eight on Thursday Great night. Great angle, yeah. Yeah, by Attaboy Roy. Coming off a, uh, a minute and three-fifths work as well. Alex and I are for Sylvia McCrady. Okay. Uh, trivia, we'll get back on that next week. Uh, we didn't get any answers on the Name the First Horse to Win an Emerald Down Stakes Race. And then sire an Emerald Down stakes winner. Well, there's been several sires or several horses that won a stake here and then sired a stakes winner here. But the first to do it was Flying with Eagles, who was the favorite in the 1996 Gottstein Futurity on closing day in a rainstorm and a muddy track. He ran big, but Name for Norm would not be beat that year. Name for Norm won all four of his starts. In 96 here, all stakes, horse of the meeting. And he won the Gottstein with Chris Loseth for uh, Bindi Sangara and Ed Thompson. Flying with Eagles uh, became a stakes winner the next year as a three-year-old here at Emerald Downs. And he also won a stake at Santa Anita. And he sired Exclusive Eagle, who was a 2006 stakes winner here at Emerald Downs. Exclusive Eagle also still holds the fastest six and a half furlongs for a two-year-old in Emerald Downs history. So Flying with Eagle's the answer there. And we'll have a new trivia question next week. And, uh, yeah, we'll be podcasting weekly here, previewing and reviewing Emerald Downs. And if you have any guest ideas, go ahead and send an email to trivia at emeralddowns.com, trivia at emeralddowns.com. Vince, any uh, closing thoughts?
3: Nope, just looking forward to a week two of uh, racing and some nice weather Tonight and tomorrow night. Great. Yeah, Check
2: out the news and notes at emeralddowns.com for a a review and preview. And that's going to go up uh, uh, Mondays. It's up for this week. Mondays or Tuesday mornings. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Cy LaBar, our producer, director, editor, and uh, computer fixer. This is Emerald Downs Horse Racing Northwest.